of those things that happen in, uh, to us in our lives instead of striking out. That's what we're all about. I'm Mama Mac, and with me right here in the studio is, as always, my co-host, Dr. Angel Falzoni. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Mama Mac? All right. I am good. It's been a busy week. We both had a lot going on, haven't we? But we both look forward to this show every week, don't we? Oh, it is always exciting. Always. It is. And this one's really going to be powerful this week. Absolutely. Very powerful. Because what's happening here in two days? What is today? We're, this is live right now in the Tampa Bay market, and it is two days before Valentine's Day this week. There you go. And in the Starcom Media Network, they'll be hearing this show next Thursday at 4 Central Time. So it will have just happened, Valentine's Day. And so it's still very pertinent to what's going on at this time of year with all the red hearts everywhere and everything else. So you might think we're going to talk about love, but we're going to talk about fighting. Yes, we are. Fighting. <laughs> and But, you know, that's so important, doctor, because we need to learn how to have healthy relationships. And somebody out there may be saying, but I am not dating anybody or I'm not married to anybody. Is this show for just those kind of people? This show is for everybody, unless you live on an island all by yourself. Woo! Okay. Because <laughs> any relationship we have, coworkers, family, friends, siblings, parents, any relationship, this these techniques will help you with. All right. So this is entitled Learning to... Fight fair. Fight fair. All right. I love that. That's great. And uh, so many times, I think, in life, we get so sentimental about relationships, and we think that everybody's always got to get along all the time, and everybody's always got to be happy, and everybody's always got to agree. You know, it's a great point you bring that up, because I call that the fighting myth. And it's okay. a myth, because people, a lot of people believe that a healthy relationship has the absence of conflict. And when I'm talking about fighting, right. let me clarify, we're talking about a disagreement, an argument, not coming to the same mind, having different opinions. Not talking about a physical blowout No, here. we are talking about... <laughs> not a verbal. fight club fight. No. And so... There, the myth is that people believe that having a healthy relationship is not experiencing any of these disagreements or conflicts in the relationship. Go ahead. However, it is not true because a healthy relationship needs to have fights, disagreements, arguments, because it is learning to a true healthy relationship has fights, they learn how to negotiate their disputes in a healthy manner. Okay, you're saying fighting is a good thing. Absolutely. It's a necessary thing. But, doctor, I know a whole lot of people that are great. In fact, I call them ostriches. Uh, you know, that they bury their head in the sand when any conflict comes up or any kind of issue comes up. And, oh, let's don't let's don't upset aunt so-and-so. And, oh, well, let's don't get mom upset. Or let's don't, you know, don't, don't be telling how you really feel here. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to challenge you that there are people that are like that. So is that healthy? No, that's not healthy. Why is it not? You're because. the expert. Let's hear from you, doctor. <laughs> it's not healthy because we're not dealing with the hearing now. We're not dealing with the conflict. We're avoiding it. So it's there. We're just pretending it's not. What's wrong with avoidance? It doesn't go away, and it's going to pile down in us and become resentment and anger, and yes. it's going to destroy the relationship from the inside out. Yeah, it will. And and I've seen that through the years, and I know you have in counseling with people that sometimes the problems are are 
really not that difficult to solve, but they've just let so much pile up that they are so full of resentment. Oh, they, I call that stockpiling, and we're, it's oh, actually oh, something like we're going to talk about tonight. Stockpiling, okay. Because you're right. That is yeah. something that people do. In fact, what kind of fighter are you? Hmm. There's different types of fighters. Okay. We have the ones that we just talked about, the okay. people who avoid conflict at all costs. Right. They're the kind that just it pre- they pretend like it's not there. Why? Because are they afraid to deal with things? What is their reason for avoidance? There could be a lot of reasons. Maybe they're not secure. Maybe they don't know how to handle it. Maybe they're uncomfortable with it. Um, could be lack of self-esteem. Right. It could be a lot of reasons why people avoid. But avoiding conflict is one type of fighting. Okay, hold that thought. We're coming right, right back to you because we got to tell people how to get a hold of us and get involved in this show right now. And if you want to call in, we want to hear from you. And it's 727-3, I'm sorry, 441-3000. So get a pen and why don't you write a couple numbers down. I'm going to give you an email address. I'm going to give you a website address for Goyard. So the call-in number is 727-441-3000. You don't even have to use your real name, by the way. If you want to be somebody else, then you go right ahead. And call in if you want to comment or if you want to say, how would you handle this? And ask the doctor that during the show, because we want to hear from you. You can also text us, um, which comes straight right here to my phone. And we have a new phone number. A Google phone number, and it is 727-888-4171. I'll give you that again. Because a lot of people are nervous about calling in, doctor. They are, their voice, you know, they go, I don't know what to say. What if I don't say it right, you know? So text, that's fine. 727-888-4171. And you can also email us, and that is goyard2014 at gmail.com. Our website, while we're giving all these information, is goyard2014.org. All right, you got it all. Okay, avoidance. You're saying that a lot of people, instead of learning how to fight fair, they simply avoid the conflict for one reason or another. Absolutely, and that's one technique. Um, There are some people who feel like any criticism or any disagreement or any difference of opinion is an attack on them. So okay. they take everything personal. So if you don't agree with me, that means I'm not I'm less than and and then they're be belittling yes. themselves. Yes. And on the other hand, a lot of people don't want a conflict because that makes them so insecure about losing that person that if they disagree with them, fear of losing the relationship. Fear. Fear mm-hmm. right there. And if they disagree or voice what they really feel so-and-so might break up with them or mama may quit talking to me for three weeks or you know whatever or whatever depending on the relationship right some people when they fight they hit below the belt ah hit below the belt why don't you explain that concept Oh, they'll hit below the belt and then they're going to regret it later on okay you know and hitting below the belt is when we are just using the other person's weaknesses or using the things that really bother them or get to them okay and hit them there when okay. it has nothing to do with the conflict at hand okay so would that an example of that be or is this something different when people bring up old news like old events like people that have had uh, conflict before and you did this and then you said that and instead of dealing with the current issue they're back on yesterday's news which may have been 25 years ago well that's a different thing okay hitting below the belt is really when you're just hitting them with something that's really going to be very personally hurtful to that person okay so, for an example, if they say they grew up without a mother in their life or a father in their life, and okay. then you bring out, well, your father didn't even want you. Oh, gotcha. All right. That yeah, I get that. That's hitting below the belt. All right. Bringing in some really. And that would be very hurtful. Very hurtful. Right. So, some people fight that way, and then they'll regret it later on because they'll, they'll know those words really hurt. Okay. Can't take words back. Yeah. That's why we got to learn how to to fight fair. Yes, we do. Um, Some people just feel out of control when there's conflict. Right. And so they get very anxious and very depressed anytime Mm -hmm. there's some kind of conflict. And they will handle that in a multitude of ways. Maybe they'll drink more. Maybe they'll smoke more. Maybe they'll just, whatever it is that they do to handle that, they'll do more. Okay. Um, Because they can't deal with the conflict, whether it is with a 
a relative or a love interest, whatever, mm-hmm. we're talking this subject tonight involves any relationship that you might have. It does not necessarily mean your quote unquote love relationship. Not right? at all. Any relationship. Okay. Um, some people become withdrawn, just become silent. You know, the clams. Yeah. You know, when they're angry, they just kind of clam. Right. And then. Oh, I've known people like that, haven't you? I mean, oh. that is so. How can you fight or let's not even use the word fight here in this case. How can you discuss a problem that needs to be resolved if the other person has gone silent on you? you I, I, I just. Oh, I've been involved in things like that before, and it is very difficult to deal with that. It's very frustrating. Yeah. Because there cannot be a resolution until right. that person's done with the clam. And some right. people just stay that way for done a long Done with the time. clam. The clamming up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, like you were talking about, some people store up their complaints and bring right. everything out from the past. So when there when there is a dispute now, they'll just go on and everything that you did 10 years ago, 12 years ago, will be coming into this one issue today. And what's wrong with that? Because some of our audience may be saying, yeah, I've always fought like that. I remember when he said da 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 and I remind him, or, or I remember when my mama said this to me, you know? Well, that's called stockpiling, and we're okay. actually going to get in a little more detail with that further in the show. Okay. So we'll Sounds hit that good. one. All right. We'll go to that in a little mm-hmm. while. All right. So what kind of fighter are you? So how do people determine what they are? How do we resolve that? How do they figure that out? Kind of a self-reflection. What do you tend okay. to do? Do you avoid the conflict? Are you clamming up? Are you, you know, hitting below so you can win, you know, giving the best punches you can give? Right. So that's And the avoidance. That, yeah. There's a lot. So they can look at that. And that's a self-reflection thing. Okay. So uh, a lot of people, doctor, feel that if they have a good relationship, let's say with their siblings or their or their husband or wife or their children or whoever, or their boss at work, that means that they never have any conflict. Is that true? No. Um, healthy relationships have conflict. And so conflict we're talking about is anytime any two people disagree on a perception, a desire, an idea, a value. And one thing that brings up a lot of conflict is something called miscommunication. Miscommunication. The message the person is trying to send may not be the message you're receiving. Okay. And now we have a problem. All right. We have a question right oh, here. Oh, I love questions. Okay, here we go. We've got our first one. Our first texter is just texted in. This is the question. What about a spouse that likes to make you angry? Oh, we have those kind of people who like to make us angry. Mm, and that's so, a good question. You know, and that might be feeding something negative going on in the relationship or with that person. So we're going to talk about how we can handle dealing with that conflict by okay. setting ground rules and learning to fight fair. So setting the get ground rules right there brings the whole subject to the forefront. Absolutely. And does not allow it to be hidden under the rug any longer that you have this problem in this relationship that you're always avoiding or whatever. And true. And people who tend to like to pick the arguments and right. provoke the arguments is because they're the zingers and they that makes them feel like they're winning. And conflict and problem resolution is not a win-lose situation at all. Oh, wait we a minute. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. This is our first bell ringer of tonight <laughs> because I think that is a very strong point that needs to be made. So are you ready to say it again? Yes. Con- Go ahead. Conflict resolution is not about win-lose. There is no winner. There is no loser. Okay. It's negotiating. It's learn to negotiate, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I grew up in Central America, and when we were there, when we wanted to buy something in the marketplace, even if it was just bananas or potatoes, everything was up to negotiation. They could, you know, okay, how much do you want for these five potatoes? Well, this much, you know. But they loved to negotiate and I just grew up thinking that was such a cool way to do business you know so often in the United States here if there's a price on something we've even cars are even going to that now the price on the window is what you pay you know there you can't even have the fun of <laughs> negotiation which I enjoy so you're saying negotiation is a good thing it's a very good thing it's a very healthy thing in a relationship okay and so learning to make rules, it's kind of like, think of a sport. Let's baseball, football, let's bring in the sport. Imagine okay. if we played these sports and we had no rules. 
we just sent all these players out there and said, go play a game of baseball. What would we have? Oh, that total chaos. There, that's what we have in our relationship. Oh, my gosh, doctor. That is really insightful. I mean, seriously, I mean that. You're looking at me like, really? <laughs> it is. It is because that is a great metaphor. You can't play a game of baseball. You can't play a game of football, any of those things without rules. In fact, rules, you know, sometimes are debatable and people have to have somebody else look at that. And Which and, is why we have referees which and Which is why we have referees and umpires and why we have counselors mm-hmm. and people that can be kind of a third voice there. Neutral party that ne- comes neutral in. Neutral party. That's a great metaphor. And that's true. And yeah. that's where we get in our personal relationships is chaos when there's this conflict because we don't set up ground rules. We don't have fair fighting. Okay. We have whichever method you're using and they have whatever method the other person's using and it's mass chaos. Would you agree with me that a lot of times the method that a lot of people are using has to do with trying to advance their own agenda in the relationship? It can Depends on the, the kind of person. There's the, the martyrs and the victims, too, uh-huh. that you know, oh, they're yeah. the ones that avoid and lay down and, and don't right. want to engage. Right. So depends on their agenda. But yes. Right. And, and that's not fair fighting when you're trying your best to pick a fight, let's say, because if you pick a fight and the other person is upset and mad then you don't have to go to the party that night or whatever the case may be. I'm just throwing something out. And, you know, and that's game playing, which we're going to get to because it's a don't. Okay, good. So let's keep moving on. All right, let's keep moving on. <laughs> you're getting ahead of us I'm tonight. sorry. I don't mean to be. Oh, no, you're just excited. It's, I am excited this about this really... topic because it's going to help so many people, doctor. It's life-changing. Uh, it is life-changing. It's hitting the home run in life. It's go yard. Personified. Go ahead. Well, one of the things we need to talk about in ground rules of fighting is that we need to remain calm. Oh, my gosh. Which can be hard because... I was going to say, come on. People are people. Remain calm. How do you remain calm sometimes when somebody pushes your buttons? Well, then we can't discuss it in those moments when buttons Ah, are pushed. Ah, that's how. We need to take a little break. We need to get a hold of our emotions. We need to get a hold of our feelings. We need to stay in control of those things or they will control us. And when they get in control, it's not a good thing. Yeah. So if if the 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 person the other person in the relationship, whatever kind it is, Mm -hmm. knows how to push your buttons, knows how to rile you up, then that person can turn on you because I've had it happen to me. And so I'm telling you from experience and they, they say whatever they say in just to pick a fight mm-hmm. and they have their agenda and they know what they're good. And then when you engage with that and let's say you or me, let's say whoever raises her voice or whatever, then they come mm-hmm. back with an attack. That's pretty below the belt. What, can, it can happen. And it can escalate and get out of control. And so right. one of the first things is when we need to, to work on conflict resolution, we need to do it when we can be calm about it. When we've let our emotions settle. Okay. When we have thought and processed some of this in our own minds. Because a lot of times we just, we react and, you know, in the moment. Right. That's and the problem. We, we react. We need to respond. Yeah. Res- respond versus react. Very much so. You want to explain that? Well, Mm. reacting is that impulse. It's what you do. It's with no thought. It's just the impulse in that second. And respond is calculated. It's taking time. It's okay. um, You know, thinking something through a little bit. Um, We need to express our feelings in words, not actions. Okay, explain that concept. Oh, how many times are you frustrated and you're slamming the keys down and knocking the cabinet door shut and stomping your feet and everybody knows you're mad, but you're not going to say you're mad. But that is to send that message. That's why people do that. They're trying to send a message and they're not brave enough to say, honey, when you said that, that really hurt me or whatever. Absolutely. Right? They're not able to do that. So they respond by causing a scene and being having a two-year-old temper tantrum. You know, thank you. I was just going to ask you, <laughs> who does that? <laughs> two a and two-year-old. Yes, they do. We're adults. Mm. We need to start acting like that. Wow. We don't get to throw a temper tantrum and stomp our feet because we're angry and mad. We need to get a hold of that feeling and use our words to say, I'm feeling hurt or I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling mad. Use your words. Use Use your words. Use your words. That is a very important concept. You want to, you want to, you know, kind of amplify on, on that concept of use your words. Use your words. Because I feel like that is so important as we learn how to dialogue in a proper way and 
fight fairly. Very much. I mean, the words are going to be the heart of how we do this. We knew we talked about our communication skills. Words are 7%. We talked about 93% being the summation of our body language and our tones and our inflections, which why using soft tones is important when there's a conflict. Okay. okay. That, which is why using not using actions, we want our body language and our tone to be calm so that we're not putting somebody up on the you know, getting this defense mechanism coming back. We want constructive conflict resolution. I don't want to put you in this fight or flight mode where you're going to come zing me or porcupine me with your little tentacles because you're feeling attacked. Okay. I want this to be constructive. Right. Which means I need to calm my tone and I need to make my body language calm as well and communicate with the words. So you're talking about a level of maturity that a lot of people don't have, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And I and I mean, I'm just saying that bluntly, but that's why we're doing this show. That's another reason we do this show that just to help people understand that there's a better way to live. Right. There is. And, you know, use our words. Be specific about what is bothering you. OK. Um, the other person cannot read your mind. Do not expect someone else to read your mind. Well, they should just know why I'm upset. You know how many times <laughs> I hear that? No, they should not just know. You need to tell You them. hear that when people come to you for counseling, mm-hmm. I'm sure. They mm-hmm. should just know. They need to tell me they're sorry because they should just know why I'm mad. Oh, boy. No, All right. Nobody knows. You need to tell somebody what right. you're feeling. Right. Take ownership of that enough to express it. But the person that needs to tell it is often afraid of the reaction. I know I'm bringing you back to that point. But you are. And we've got to be we got to be brave we don't have we? To. we've we got to not be afraid that's what i'm hearing you say if you want to learn how to fight fair you got to be brave and courageous you do you have to put a vulnerability out there but your life and your relationships will be so rewarded for it and if it's not if the other party whoever that is cannot receive the changes that you're making in conflict resolution then you don't need that relationship. <laughs> Very true. That is a strong statement, but you but know what I'm trying to say. The thing is, is if one person can grab in the relationship, can grab these principles and apply right. it, it can change that relationship. Okay, well, that's hopeful. I like that. Because are you going to continue flailing and wailing and yelling and screaming and acting a fool when I'm sitting here calm? Flailing and, and wailing and you know. yelling and screaming. I love that. Flailing and wailing. Well, you know. I like that. That's cool. So. Good point. One person getting this and starting to practice it can start. Can start. Okay. Because the other person might start So if, if somebody's listening right now and they're saying, well, my husband or my mother or my mother-in-law or whoever it is, my boss, um, will not go along with this. What would you say to them? Give it a try, right? Well, give it a try. You can remain calm. You control your emotions. Remember, that's the one thing we can control. You control your emotions. We do. We can control how we res- respond to people. We yep. don't have to get out of control because right. the other person is very um, passionate or angry or frustrated in the, an argument. Or Actually, conflict. it might even uh, go for your good It help you in that situation when you do remain calm. It will throw the other person off base. Don't you think? A little you know off what? guard? It can. I'm <laughs> Italian. We are Woo! so passionate. You know, we're a loud culture. We're very Arr! passionate. We talk with our hands. <laughs> we're very, you know, I, I am there. too. But that you know comes what? with the Latin part. Yeah, go ahead. This Italian girl can learn to bring it down. Really? And yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think anyone can do it. <laughs> You know what? We got to take a break. Don't go anywhere because you're going to miss some really important stuff coming up. Is it time to consider a new pool enclosure or beautiful screen room for your family's enjoyment? Family owned and operated, Boils Aluminum is the place to call for timely installation of all types of seamless guttering and screen enclosures. Boils Aluminum is A-rated on Angie's list and with the Better Business Bureau. Check out their website at boilsaluminum.com or call today for a free estimate at 727-504-9354. Mention this ad for a discount on your project. Boils Aluminum, treating you like family with honest and reliable service. 
Prompt professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is Megan, an independent ambassador for Plexus, the pink drink. There is finally a healthy solution to help you lose weight. It's a most natural product that will burn fat, not muscle. People around the country are experiencing amazing results, and you can too. Check out my Independent Ambassador website for my contact info, testimonials, and product information at mkramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, dot myplexus, P-L-E-X-U-S, products, dot com. This is the Tantalk Radio Network, AM songs. I tell you what, they are just, they really say a lot, don't they, Dr. Angel? Yes, they do. You're listening to Go Yard, and I am Mama Mac, and Dr. Angel Falzoni is right here beside me, as she always is, for these shows week after week. Starcom Media people, we are so glad that uh, we are on your radio network with uh, throwing this show to over 400 affiliates, and wow, syndication is exciting, and we've only been at that part of this only three or four weeks, and we welcome all of you new listeners. And you can go to our website, goyard2014.org, and hear all of the shows we've done. We started in the middle of September, and we have them up by the end of each month. They We go and throw them on our website. And so we have through January is already up there on goyard2014.org. Go there and listen to past shows because we've done some really fun things talking about setting boundaries. We've done all kinds of things, haven't we? Oh, yes, we have. And we got so much more in the hopper. Always. And excited. And today we're learning how to fight fair, doctor. Oh, yes. Good timing for this. Yes, and so, we've got a caller. Okay, let's take the caller. All right. Hey, caller. Oh, hey, hey, Pastor, how are you? Hey, okay, that's Nan. I recognize that voice. How are you? Hey, Dr. Papa, I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're fun. We're having a great, great. time over here. So I know. I, can, I love this subject. You and do. I, wish, I I do. I wish I knew twenty years ago what counseling has taught me to where I am now. Because mm-hmm. you were talking about the unfair, the behavior, you, your tone, your you know, you're looking at me saying whatever. There was a lot of that that went on in my marriage. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. And yeah. It, it was very, very, very unhealthy. You know, I'm now not married. But, you know, it, it was just the, the control that my husband at the time had over me. He knew how to push the right button. Right. He knew how to push the button, but he would push the button, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was a terrible way to manipulate. So I'm really glad you all were talking about this topic because a lot of people... Thank you. Know, even now, if I start to get in a conflict, once in a while I can start feeling a little bit rile up inside of me, you know, and I have to mentally yeah. say to myself, calm down. Right. No. That's good self-talk there. So you're yeah. you're okay. You're on board with that. Be calm when you try to resolve a conflict. Yes. There were times even back then that I would be calm, and someone can only argue fuss for so long when you're not responding. They kind of like usually shut up, you know? Exactly. There's, there's no dialogue going on, you know? Exactly. And, uh, so, good point. Anyway. Thank you for calling in, Nan. Appreciate your Thanks, support. Okay, All right. You take care. Okay. okay. You too. We'll go on talking here. Go ahead, doctor. Okay. No, she made good points. She and did. That's true. That's when great. you are not engaging and increasing your intensity as the other person is, it, they it'll bring them back down. It won't let it get out of hand. I can control my body language, how I respond. I can control that part. So if I'm not raising my voice, if my body language is staying calm, I'm staying calm at least I'm not escalating their 
Okay, I think most of our audience understand about raising your voice, but let's discuss body language for our audience. What does that mean? Some people may not even know what you're talking about. Well, true. Body language is how we hold our body. Um, If you're sitting there rigid, stiff at the table with your arms crossed, you're closed. That's closed. That's telling the other person, I'm really not open to what you have to say, and I can care less. All right, good point. So calm body language is relaxed. It's sitting upright. It's taking some deep breaths and just keeping your fingers open, your hands open, keeping your your body open to be receptive of what the other person is saying. Okay. I'm not that stiff, rigid, you know, crossed hands, crossed legs kind of body language because that right. sends its own message. Or turning your back and I, I've right. had people <laughs> make eye contact. Uh, yeah, I've had people who walk to another side of the room and turn their back and talk and you're talking to their back. Absolutely. So we want to make I, that's eye contact. just weird. I mean, <laughs> but I, people do that kind of they crazy do. stuff. So that's body language. That's okay. our body language. All right, go ahead. So we want to be specific. So here's the deal: we need to define whatever the issue is we're talking about and stick to that issue. Okay, this is not the time to to rap, what I call rabbit trail when you start on one issue and you talk about forty other things, um, or to bring up unrelated items. So a lot of times people okay. will bring something up unrelated to kind oh, of yes. avoid the conflict. Right. So, or in other words, to sidetrack the person who's saying, "Let's talk, honey," or exactly. "Let's talk, my friend." So we're resolving a conflict with a purpose. Right. What is this issue at hand? So let's define what it is we're talking about. So we need to deal with one issue at a time. That's good. So we need to avoid, remember we talked about the kitchen sinking. You know, you hear the expression, oh, she has everything in, but the kitchen sink. Right. Okay. That's ah, where the kitchen sink That's where you from. got that term. <laughs> the kitchen sink. And okay. the kitchen sink is, you know, the, the, di- the dirty dishes of right. the whole day. And we don't want that. So we want... We don't want to bring the problems that we've stored up over time. Right. Because if we have, we won't resolve. Right. We need we need to stick with one thing. Okay. Um, so, so that we can resolve. So that's this is all good ideas for fighting fair, guys. That's what we're talking about here today. So one of those things is one issue at a time. That's what you're saying. Don't bring in yesterday's news. No. You can deal with that in, in a different issue at a different time, but one issue at a time. Okay. So I'm not saying we can't talk about something that has already already occurred but what i'm saying is we can't jumble up a whole bunch of kitchen sink mess and think we're going to fix it all how about the person who's in a let's just throw it out a love relationship and somebody cheats on them okay, okay. and so now they're, they're in a conflict about how to discipline a child let's just throw that out okay and the other person says well because you did that and they start bringing that up i mean what would the person who yeah, had an affair, but has repented of that, is sorry for that. They're they're working on the relationship. How do they get out of that mess, doctor? I'm just giving you kind of an example of something. Well, that's kind of um, an issue that it sounds like they have a lot of unresolved baggage from the affair that they're bringing into their present. And that's kind of the accusation mode, which we right. don't want to do. We don't right. want to sit there and continue to be the accuser. So if we're living with a, something in our relationship, like an affair that we haven't resolved, maybe we need to go to counseling to work on how we resolve that issue. What if that the, the person that doesn't want to fight fair, though, brings it up all the time? That's what I'm trying to say. Well, and they may. I mean, we can't change what another person does. Okay. But we can try to redirect it to what's at hand because okay, that's good all we can point. do is try to bring it to whatever the issue redirect is. Redirect it. Right. What, what are we talking about? We're talking about how should we discipline our child who got an F at school or sure. skipped today. It, my affair, you know, let's, what can we do to help our child? So just keep redirecting, get back to the point of what our discussion is. I love what you said. Keep it on one thing. Keep it on, okay, we're talking about the fact that he didn't go to school today, whatever it is. Right, because that's what... Johnny didn't go to school. Right, and then that's where defining our problem is really important. I love that. Define your problem. Okay. we don't want to sit there and be an accuser. Okay. Um, When we accuse people, what happens? They have to do what? They have to defend themselves. They have to defend themselves and re- usually retaliate. Okay. When they're defending, they're not focused on what you're saying. They're focused on themselves. How do right. I make my defense? They're making their defense in their head while you're talking. Well, they didn't hear you. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's great. So we don't want to sit there and accuse. We need to take responsibility. Um Instead, we need to talk about how someone's actions or words made us feel instead of saying, oh, you make me so angry all the time. Right. You could say, 
Use I statements, not you statements. I statements, okay. Okay. You statements make you have to go defend yourself. All right. That's great. Oh, I love that. That's practical. We can, our audience can grab a hold of that concept. Shut your ears down. You can't hear. Once I say you, you're not going to really be able to hear anything because I just projected blame onto you. No matter what I say, you're the bad one. Okay. That's a bell ringer. And you're going to have to repeat that concept about you projecting that part. Okay. Okay. Well, go ahead. You project blame on the other person. And so no matter what I have to say, you're going to have to defend yourself. You can't hear what's really going on. Their audience. That's an excellent one. So you got to stay away from you statements. You did that and you did that. And if you hadn't had that affair and if you hadn't done that, then we wouldn't be in the mess we were right now. And the kid wouldn't have skipped school today. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, that's very circular. Arguing. I know. It that? happens all the time. <laughs> I know I it want does. You to use, that's, it does. I want you to practice I statements. And if our listeners get nothing more from this show than I statements, this will change their life. So I am feeling angry when you show up late for dinner. I am feeling hurt when you have, you know, you, you come home with loud and you, you're expecting this to be done and I'm, I'm tired or I'm feeling, I are, this is a good one, miscommunication, we talked about that, big right. conflict, right? right? So when somebody says a message and it, you're feeling hurt, you can say, I just heard you say, Oh, I like that. You didn't like how I made dinner. So I just heard you say. You're mirroring. Is that what you call it? What I'm perceiving your message. And that other person can correct it in the moment. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay. And then we don't even have a conflict. We just resolved it in the very moment. Okay. So that is an excellent technique. I love that. And I practice that. And I, I really believe in that concept of, of mirroring back to the person. Here's what I'm hearing you say. Is that right? Absolutely. And then I'll give that person an opportunity to say, yeah, that's what I said. And then we can deal with what's going on with my feelings or no, that's not what I'm saying. Because most of the time we're rewriting the message to, to interpret it through our lens and they're giving it through their lens. And we have two different lenses oh, going on. Oh, I love that. We are rewriting the message. We to, do. Okay. Through our own perceptions, our own past, we're the mm-hmm. product of everything that's ever happened to us. When we come to this conflict table, we, and it's good, by the way, to have a place where you sit down and talk and not run around the house screaming at each other. Absolutely. Right? Okay. And you can comment on that if you want, but but really trying to refocus the whole situation and keep it on track is what I hear you saying, doctor. Very much. If we can just use I statements in our day-to-day lives with our relationships, right. we can hit off conflict before it starts a lot of times because we can adjust whatever miscommunication is happening. Okay, here comes another text. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. Dr. Fanzoni, here we go. People, you are using this new text number and we love it. I'm going to give it out to you one more time. It's 727-888-4171. Here comes another one. And you don't have to put your name on it. This person doesn't and I don't know this person. What if you have fought in previous relationships so much that you don't care to do it anymore? Well, and that Good was probably... question. It's a great question, and it's probably because the fighting got out of control. Yes. And so we're talking about fighting fair. So fighting fair is really not fighting, it's resolving conflict. It's resolving conflict. So, so you don't look at it as a fight. It's not really a fight. It's no. about conflict resolution. So it's about accomplishing something, and that we need to do. And so to answer this person's text, perhaps in past relationships or a past relationship, there were not the the uh, dynamics that we're talking about tonight where two people are whatever kind of relationship it is, they're trying to resolve something. They're going into the situation with a goal. Sometimes people fight because they love fight. It's an adrenaline rush, doctor. You're right. And there are people who they're fighting junkies and they just love they the, love drama. They love to stir it up. They, they stir it up, up just for the heck of it, mm-hmm. you know, just to see how riled up they can get. And, and it's exhausting. And I get with that, you know, the caller. The thank texter, you for thank you um, for writing that was writing in. But when we learn to do this fair, we're not waste. We don't have this wasted energy. We are actually making productive energy and we're okay. improving our relationship. Right. And that's going to empower us. Right. So when you're feeling heard and understand and you understand and hear the other person, it's making us bond. Okay, so that's what I want you to address for this person who texted in. Because there are benefits 
you, you almost have to say, okay, this is a new day. This is a new relationship. I am hearing that there are benefits to learning how to resolve my conflicts in a in a sane way. Mm-hmm. Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results, correct? Absolutely. So if you're going to continue to fight the same way you've always fought in your life, and it never did work very well, it's time to learn a new technique. Absolutely. And you know what? We cannot accuse um, new people, new relationships of the things that old people and older relationships have done to us. So we have to be careful that but we're not bringing so in common. our... It is. It's so common. We need to be careful we're not bringing in our unresolved junk. And don't you think a lot of that is fear? There, are f- People are afraid. That's just my opinion. You can give me your, your professional opinion, Dr. Falzoni. But I think a lot of people are afraid that if... You know, they even get into another relationship. It's going to end up the same way the other one ended up. And that may not be good. It may not be good. And it's that self-fulfilling prophecy. And they're kind of sabotaging something. And so let's learn to do it different. It's a new day. No matter what has happened in your past. And that's what I want to let the text person know. No matter what's happened, you can start today and make a new tomorrow. Amen. And why go back over the old history and be afraid of repeating it? Why not be brave? Well, there comes that word again. Yes. Get some courage here and some backbone and say, I'm going to learn a new technique. And doctor, you're a PhD, a licensed mental health counselor. I know I mention that on almost every show, but I do it for a reason, doctor. And I've been a pastor for 30 some years and I've counseled a lot of people and I'm a teacher. And, and honestly, we are saying this from experience. We're saying this from points of wisdom and from education and from learning that there is a better way to live than a lot of us live. Absolutely. You know, and that's about hitting that home run in life. It is. It is. And this is a, a golden nugget for that home run in life. Oh, it is. Because if we can learn to resolve conflicts. Right. We're going to live a better quality life. Oh, we are. We're going to be more happy. Uh, so mm. let's go mm. on. Do we, do we have another? Yeah, we do. What if you fought in previous relationships so much that you don't even care? And that's pretty similar to the one we just discussed. But, it is. But you just don't even care anymore about even trying. Well, and that's where you need to work through to resolve yeah. yourself. And that's it kind is. of getting that defeated feeling. Right. And you're beat down. So it's about removing yourself from those relationships, taking a time out or a break that's beat you down to that level. And right. finding your... your desire to move forward in life so we've got to learn how we've got to get that desire if a relationship is worth having it's worth having a good one a healthy one and if it's not healthy if there no matter what technique you learn and i'm just going to be straight be straight out Uh, you know as a phd and as a counselor i've learned to put you know practice as much as i can in my own life but there are just some relationships that i can learn to fight fair and i can have all the communication skills that i have and yet that relationship is not healthy. Yeah. And I had to cut the strings and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's just some, doesn't matter what I can bring. If that other person can't give and get there, it's still going to drain me and it's going to defeat me and it's going to suck the life out of me. I agree. I so agree. And so, and and I wrote down in, in, earlier when you and I were discussing what we were going to do with the show, I wrote down the word alcohol in the margin of my paper. And the reason I did, and I wanted to bring this up, is because so often people start a fight and they've been drinking a little bit too much or drugging a little bit too much. And, of course, any drugging is too much. But <laughs> but uh, let's just say drinking. And, and it gets out of hand sometimes, doesn't it, doctor? Very much. And so we got to be, you know, if we're using any substance to the point where this is when we're deciding what it does is it takes our inhibitions away. Yeah, that's what happens. And then we're going in. But we're not calm. We're not logical. Our our brain functions aren't right. So nothing is getting resolved. And it's just going to make a mess, a bigger mess for you. And so if when you get a hold of a substance, you're finding this pattern, maybe you need to stop. You need to not. Yeah, say we're going to discuss, or we're going to discuss this tomorrow. Well, you know, that's one of our things we want to talk about. It's down on the list, but um, we don't want to generalize. That's another one of our ground rules. We're not generalizing, and a lot of us use words like always and never. Always and never. Okay. 
Give well, us examples, Dr. Fazoni. You always leave your underwear there, or you okay. never get here on time. Oh. Always and never. All right. Here's the deal. Always nevers and nevers always. Nobody's perfect. Okay, you're, that's another bell ringer. Are it's, you ready? That's And that may be like kind of hard for some people to understand what you just said. Always twisting. Always never and never always. If you oh nobody can do something one hundred percent of the time. No, it's we're not we're you know we're finite beings. Right. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> that got a two bell or. And nobody, you know, you, you're no, you can't always be fighting perfectly all the time. No, and you can't always respond correctly, right? Absolutely. And nobody has one behavior all the time. Always, always. You might mostly do this. You might mostly. Or you might seldom do this. <laughs> but be careful the absolute words because that's not Okay, fair. it's the absolute words that and get that's us the into generalization. trouble. Okay. So it's inaccurate. And what it does is it heightens the emotions. Again, putting someone on defense. Okay. Right. It, that's what it does. It's just not accurate. It's exaggeration. Right. Um, avoid the make-believe, which is what we were just talking about. The exaggerating or inventing the complaint or your feelings about it. So if... You know, somebody inventing. Um, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'll no. ask you that in a minute. OK, so what I'm talking about is sometimes people like we talked about just need a complaint, you know, that attention seeking behavior. Oh, OK. All right. Like that. Um, I got it. Or sometimes their their feelings are so much more escalated for what the trigger was like mm-hmm. over the top. Right. Like they might be laying on the kitchen floor, you know, bawling and crying their eyes out, maybe because you were five minutes late from work. Right. Did it really match what was going on? Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, the inappropriate reaction. Yeah. We, can't, we can't do that. We need to be stick. With, but people do it, doctor. Do. They do it because they're trying to. They've got the agenda. That's my point again. I'm coming back to. They have a reason why they're over overreacting, so to speak. True. But our agenda for healthy fighting and healthy conflict resolution is knowing the what we're looking to try to resolve and this big dramatic scene is not going to resolve anything it's manipulation that's what it is it's it's called manipulation right. so stick with the facts and be honest with just your feelings. the facts ma'am let's just be honest with our feelings okay and honesty don't hide them and don't over exaggerate them both ways Honest with your feelings. Okay, I think some of our audience might say, I know, but I am married to this particular type of person that if I really tell her or him how I feel about this situation that's going on, it will cause huge problems and ramifications. And so I'm back to that point again, the ostrich. But I think, doctor, this is where a lot of people are. They just avoid. They may. And what we can do is start making the small change. And okay, tell us, tell, tell, for, like, for a person like that, tell them what to do. Maybe this week, just use an I statement when you have an issue or when you want to say something. I am feeling, you know, I'm feeling really, you know, happy that you helped me today. That really, thank you. Or it doesn't always have to come in the negative. Right. Take ownership. You know, I'm feeling frustrated right now because I feel like I'm doing all the work around here and you're watching, you know, basketball all night. I need, can you help me? Give them a chance to naturally just respond to that. Okay. We That's don't, good. You know, when we are making rules to fighting, we cannot make those rules while we're fighting. <laughs> We've had so many bell ringers tonight, but that is so good. Say it again. Well, well, we need to make our rules for fighting when we're not fighting. Just like if we're playing a sport, we can't send our basketball players out and say, okay, while you're playing basketball, can you make the rules for how you're going to do this? Oh, that's excellent. Can't do it. It's got to be done beforehand. So everybody be knows what where the level playing field. What we're looking for. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Because... You know, the goal is conflict resolution. It's not to win, but to come to a mutually satisfying solution to a problem. That says so much right there, doctor. And, you know, conflict resolution is not about winners and losers, is it? We need to get the W's and the L's off our foreheads. Right. Because it's not about that. Whoa. You know, this... 
the show has to go on next week. You realize yeah, that, right? Absolutely. Because there's no way that we could. We have so much more on this. I, there's so much I'd like to ask you, but I want to go back to the I statement real quick because mm-hmm. we have got a, a couple minutes left, and that is it. So tell people how to use their I statements this week. Using your I statement is using I feel or I'm hearing you say or I whatever and fill in your blanks. I statements start with I instead of you. So if you catch yourself with the you, stop, backtrack, and reframe that to I. I am feeling angry. I am feeling hurt when I hear you say. Because you is, you always do this. Don't say always. Don't Don't say say never. Don't say never. But don't say you. And don't say you. Instead, (laughs) I'm feeling this way. Take ownership. I like that. Yes. Because I control me. I control my feelings. So I'm going to give myself responsibility. These shows are so fun. They are. I love this. I mean, and of course, audience, we don't have a script. We have a general outline of what we want to accomplish, but we just let it go. We just let it fly. (laughs) And it is so cool. We want to hear from you. You can email us, goyard2014 at gmail.com with any questions or comments or ideas for topics for us. We'll be happy to entertain those. And anytime, it doesn't have to be during the show, you can text us, 727-888-4171, especially Starcom media people that will hear this show next thursday at four o'clock central time which is five o'clock our time and our website this week we're going to put up how you can access that show if you miss them live and you can get it next week on the starcom media uh uh, last comment doctor we're out of it well we're out of time i mean all right we're we're (laughs) We're out of it um this week i just really want to challenge our listeners to use their i words let's start thinking about what kind of fighter are you let's do some self-reflecting and let's try and keep control of our our emotions and remaining calm and just see what that does in our relationships okay so Uh, take those little timeouts get you get a hold of those feelings and emotions because it's okay to feel you know our feelings out right and heightened it's just not okay to present it to the other person when we're still up there. All right. And from me, I'd say, here's my recommendation. Tell five friends about Go Yard, oh. and you will be a blessing to them. We're also on Facebook, Go Yard 1340, and we want you to look us up and like us and tell some friends and uh, about the show, and it'll help them in their life and get some discussion going. We want to hear from you during the show, so feel free to call us. And, uh, whoa, our time's up. It is. So you will hear this show again. You can next Friday or next Thursday at five o'clock Eastern time. And we'll put that on our website this week, how to access that show and go to our, our website, goyard2014.org to hear the past shows. This has been Dr. Angel <laughs> and Mama Mac bringing you Go Yard. See you next week, gang. We like you. We love you. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>